3: Now Live Bank Plus Studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Out-of-Bounds Show with Bo Bound. streaming around the world live at the Out-of-Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are
4: you? The Zone. And good morning. Welcome in. The Out-of-Bounds Show. 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Bet $50 at the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. Full bar and food. Great place. Play award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club for $30. That's a damn good deal. Bet 50, play 30. Golden Moon, Dancing Rabbit. All of our guests join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Rivalry Week Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. We welcome in our friend Lee Sterling, handicapper to the gods, ParamountSports.com. We'll jump into Rivalry Week. Let's start with the golden egg, Lee Sterling. Um, That line is now around 10.5 or 11. Ole Miss at Mississippi State tomorrow night. You laying the points or taking them?
1: If you watched Mississippi State's game last week and you looked at the final score, (laughs) they were not 20 points better than Southern Miss. Something is really wrong with this offense. When Mike Mike Leach passed away, um, the air raid, just just, it's not the same, uh, whether it's Will Rogers or or Wright running the show here, the running game, nothing. Defense had trouble with Southern Miss here. You just, they are who who we thought they were midseason. It just has not gotten any better. I think Ole Miss is going to be able to run on them used to play action, set up some big plays here. And um, just think Ole Miss uh, defense here also might come up big for some big stops here, maybe a couple takeaways. I like Ole Miss 38-21.
4: Yeah. I think you're on the right path. Lee Sterling on the Out of Bounds Show. It's Rivalry Week, Lee. What's going on at Paramount Sports? Well, it's
1: back. uh, The Turkey shootout, 15 games from tomorrow all the way through Sunday night. Just $97. So uh, uh, we've had some 13 and 2, 12 and 3, 11 and 4 records, too many to count. Uh, They want to hop on. Maybe this is a year we go 14 and 1. I don't think we're going to do 15 and 0. Never done that before, but feel good about the cards. So if you're hitting the road, you can get them now, put them all, all your bets in, and uh, have some fun. And we're holding the price $97. Have not changed the price in the 10 years. So 15 games. Turkey Shootout, $97, ParamountSports.com.
4: Turkey Shootout for Lee Sterling. Uh, Lee, and let me say, 15 games, $97, ParamountSports.com. Ohio State at Michigan without Harbaugh. Yeah. Who do you like and why? Yeah.
1: He's not there, but they have, they've done fine without him. And some people base their decisions on what happened last week and. You know, Michigan had a little bit of trouble. First time they faced some adversity. Uh, but look at the whole season. Ohio State's had a lot of close games here. They can't run like years past. In fact, they ranked number 90th in rushing offense. Marvin Harrison, best player on the field. But Michigan, the better offensive, the better defensive line. And J.J. McCarthy's, uh his escapability as a quarterback Could be the difference michigan turns a lot of third and one fourth and ones into big big gainers and and that could spell trouble here for ohio state and the game's also at home i think michigan wins for a third straight time 27 20.
4: wow okay going with the wolverines at home um all right florida state at florida both down a quarterback does florida have a chance to cover
1: it's gonna be tough. I mean, Tate Rodemaker's is really good. I mean, he's one of. the – I always really study the backup quarterbacks because when they have to play, um, if you can find one that's better than advertised and one that's going to have some problems, then what you do is um, you take advantage of it. So we're gonna we're gonna go with Florida State here. If if they had uh, you know their starting quarterback, they might be favored by two touchdowns in this game, and and I would take them here. I think Florida left whatever they had on the field uh, at Missouri here. So I like Florida State. Better line play here. Deeper, better coaching staff. Florida State, 34-20.
4: Okay. Lee Sterling, Turkey Shootout. 15 games, $97. ParamountSports.com. Man, did Auburn get embarrassed last weekend. But is 14-and-a-half too many for the Alabama Crimson Tide on the road in a rivalry game?
1: That was the ultimate sandwich game. They had just become bowl eligible and they had Alabama dead ahead and no matter I'm sure they told them, listen, this is a pretty good, you know, New Mexico State team. They were eight and three. Now they're nine and three. They just didn't believe it. It's just tough for these kids to get up every single week. So they got stung, but the line would have been like nine and a half, ten if they had won that game. So you're getting some extra value here. Remember, this is the ultimate rivalry game, maybe second to none in college football. So um, I think Auburn's going to come to play. Maybe they held back a few trick plays. Uh, we not going to show them last week against New Mexico state. So uh, I, I think they're going to bring it in Alabama five, six weeks ago. We said this team is, you know, mere mortal. They were nothing special. So I'm going to take the points here. I think, Alabama wins 34-26, and I think uh, we're going to see uh, Auburn cover the big 14.5 points.
4: Lee Sterling has the Auburn Tigers covering on Saturday in Auburn, Alabama. Um, all right, game of the week. All right, for, before we do that, let's do the turkey shootout one yeah. more time. 15 games. I mean, this is a yeah, hell of a deal. 90, 15 games.
1: $97. Nice. $97, and I think last year we went 11-4, and four, and uh, – that's going to make you a lot of money. You win seven more games than you lose for a weekend. So, had a great year. Only had four losing weeks this year. We're into week 13. So, eight winning weeks, four losing weeks. And do you want to hop on board? Turkey shoot out 15 games, $97. One place, ParamountSports.com. And if you want to get our game of the week, LSU against Texas A&M. Uh, LSU's laying 10.5 points. First five callers, will give it to them for free think there's a clear right side to this game just one place paramountsports.com
4: yeah so a and m has an interim coach too um right now they've got some talent jaden daniel's playing out of his mind and can can a and m cover 800 400 9741 first five callers get the game that's the game of the week all right lee what's your um what's your favorite food on thanksgiving
1: You know what? I would probably say the sweet potatoes. Love sweet potatoes.
4: Okay.
1: Yeah. It's always, you put the marshmallows on it. Um, What's yours?
4: Ooh. My favorite, when dressing isn't soggy and cooked right, dressing. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay you put it no you put it all over the mashed potatoes and the stuffing and, the, and no i keep it separate
4: i keep it separate
1: oh okay yeah. you're a dunker
4: you're, yes okay. yeah keep i done. have to have everything on the i have to be able to you know dip when i want separate that type it. deal yeah okay. the, I the other night
1: all over. I, I put it all over
4: um we had homemade blue cheese dressing and so i dipped Ooh. a little bit of the dressing into the homemade mm-hmm. blue cheese dressing it was fabulous and we had a uh, a little Bordeaux red wine. It was fantastic. Hey, how was your trip there to New York?
1: Go. I'm here right now. So we're going to the Macy's Day Parade tomorrow morning, and we'll have the turkey bake-off. Uh, the two girls will make their pies, uh, and we'll judge them. It'll probably be up about eleven, eleven thirty your time. We'll put it up on Twitter slash X. So look for that and. Um, You'll see the Macy's Day Parade. We're we're going to film it. Hey, you might see one of the, um, you know, might see one of those those floats or or one of the balloons flying in the background. So, first time ever, not uh, not in Miami, but hey, should be incredible.
4: Yeah, that's awesome. And you said you're going to a Knicks game and a Jets
1: game. Heat game yet? Yeah. yeah, and the Jets Dolphins on Friday.
4: Dude, that's awesome. That? <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, Lee Sterling. You too, buddy take care alright bud he's in New York man he's going to Madison Square Garden see the New York Knicks and uh, that Friday NFL game with the Dolphins and the Jets Lee Sterling powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge bet $50 there play award winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club for 30 bucks. great place to go this weekend Sportsbook has a full bar and food back in a second Lunch today brought to you by Fleetway Market, Market Cafe in Glugstat. Fleetway Market. Market Cafe. Woo! Smoked meats. Love it. Fresh. Daily. Blue plates. All kinds of good stuff. Fleetway Market, Market Cafe and Glugstat. Huh. Cowboys are thirty two and twenty two and one all time on Thanksgiving Day. They host the Commanders tomorrow. Pretty solid record. It is a solid record, especially in the NFL. Yeah, geez. <laughs> yeah. Is it because they've been playing the Commanders and they haven't been great? Well, that's 53 years. The Redskins slash Commanders were unbelievable during a chunk of that time. Yeah. Um, you don't remember them being that good, but that's since, uh, what's his name, bought them. I know he sold them recently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they were they were unbelievable when I was growing up. Won Super Bowls, you know, had Gibbs, Riggins, Theisman, Monk, um, the dudes in the trenches, and the Hogs. They were they was a hell of a franchise for for years. There was a lot of meat on the bone in the NFC East because you know Dallas won in the '70s, Redskins won in the '80s, Giants won in the late '80s, early '90s. Wow, I didn't think about how stacked that division was back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. It was stacked, and then Philly went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Oakland Raiders, and Tom Flores and Jim Plunkett uh, in, like, 82. That was Ron Jaworski, Jaws, was the quarterback for the Eagles, and that was uh, Dick Vermill before he would take a lot of time off, come back for the Rams, and win the title. So, I mean, they, they had a run there. But, I mean, they've been a committed league. That's one of the committed divisions, you know? That's blue blood. Three of them are up in the Northeast where it all started. Um, not, and, and then, you know, Texas caught the bug, you know, 70 years right. ago. Yeah. 60, 70 years ago yeah. with football. So, it's no surprise that Landry and the Cowboys got rolling. But Redskins on the 80s. Cowboys did not. And then the Giants took it over late in the... Uh, in the '80s, but still, the Giants and the Redskins slash Commanders they had some battles. Parcells and Gibbs before Gibbs stepped down to go and and get into NASCAR. Boy, at the right time, man.
0: Yeah, man, he, he, he he bought he bought in at like... pennies
4: on the dollar, and it exploded, and he became a. Yeah, um, I mean, he made his money in NASCAR, not the NFL. Wow. Yeah, I and mean, then that. You know, 1981, 83, 85, Gibbs wasn't making uh, Sean Payton money. Sean was making 17 million a year at the Saints, and whatever he's making now, 20 million a year at the Broncos. You know that that wasn't the deal in the NFL. Uh, but he goes and gets into NASCAR, made a fortune, and I mean, he got in on rock bottom. I mean, it was rough around the edges, country fied, and um, and it exploded in the 90s, and then of course in the 2000s, pre 08. Um, it was rolling when I went over to Talladega, I'd never seen anything like it. I, I wasn't into NASCAR, still not. Um, I do like formula one. It's, it's been fun to kind of monitor that. I'm not gung ho, but I, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. Um, and when I went over and did a show for Talladega in Oh four or at Talladega, I didn't do it for Talladega. Uh, and then went to the race and, you know, we had all that, all access stuff. I just couldn't believe it. Uh, but they expanded too fast. Um, like mm. business, businesses tend to do, and and then 08 pop. But when the celebrities leave, the party kind of drives up. Now the celebrities are with Formula One. NASCAR will never be able to um, catch. So, I mean, Formula One is totally celebrities and, and the the top 5% driven. Oh, so yeah. So it doesn't matter about economy. Whereas Talladega is like me and you, you know. Right. Just, <laughs> you know, middle There's America. Nor- yeah, normal people. Okay. Well, you know how that started. Um, NASCAR. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like the, the moonshine cars and No no doubt. I mean, dude, they were they were they were on dirt tracks yeah. and, and and things. And then it, you know, it did explode and it's still got a spot. NASCAR can uh, they're gonna have to r- you know, recreate some things, because um, Formula One's not going anywhere. And it's uh it's cool, it's hip, it's faster. I, I say faster, the race is expedited. And um even though you got what? nine minutes or whatever it was in Las Vegas last weekend or nine miles. I can't remember. Uh, but I saw some of the numbers from Joe Pompliano, who's a sport and business guy, and he was out there all week. And, I mean, it was it was interesting what he said. It was all top 5% driven. So, in other words, the uh, Bellagio, Caesars, and Mandalay, the high-dollar tables, okay, and the high-end restaurants were all packed. But the middle spot was not. Well, Vegas needs mm. both, believe it or not. Oh well, well, Let yeah. me give you an example. When I was out there for the NFL draft, that's just regular dudes like me and you. Okay? I mean, there's a lot of wealthy people that went too. But everything was packed. The middle tables. Low okay? tables. And yeah. <laughs> low, middle, and high roller. Right? And it's a bunch of, you know, just people who made, you know, they're successful. But the NFL still got a lot of blue collar or, you know, um, just nice white collar fans. And so that's the difference between like a Formula One that is driven by the uber rich and, you know, the difference in NASCAR or the NFL draft. Now, I had a great time. I mean, it was unbelievable. But every, every tier of Vegas won. That weekend with the NFL draft is my point. Okay, and then okay. with F one, it's but the... with F one, it was as you were reading his articles. With F one, it was it was the big boy money tables. It was you know not all of the. It didn't have the impact of the the second tier, which are still nice, by the way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hotels and resorts. But what i mean is when you're when you're staying in the top five floors of the venetian bellagio caesars and some others it's just a different deal you know i had no business going but years ago i went to a party on the top of the venetian that's when i realized that was some rich people yeah. and i was way out of my league so you know what do they say on, on the top like manhattan where you're going this weekend yeah i mean the top floors where that's that's the people that have jets that they can sleep in and shower in.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, two hundred making two hundred thousand a year in New
4: York is nothing. <laughs> like, that's poverty.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, there's like a forty forty to forty five percent tax rate. <laughs> sure. So, so I mean, if you're making a hundred thousand,
4: you're making fifty five you're pulling in fifty five. Woo. So that's you know, people making five hundred thousand is a Tuesday. That yes, it is. No, it's <laughs> actually just the last three minutes of us rambling. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah. So I I circle back. We'll have Day Bar two on in a second. But the NFC East was nasty, man. Landry, Gibbs, Parcells, and Jimmy Johnson. What? what look at what happened. You you went you went Cowboys seventies, Redskins and slash Commanders Giants in the eighties, Cowboys and Redskins early nineties. Eventually, Gibbs would hang up, head to NASCAR. Cowboys went all the way into the mid-90s. Then it was over. Okay? And then what happened? Andy Reid took over for the Philadelphia Eagles in the early 2000s. He didn't win it, but he went to five NFC Championship games. And then the Giants got two more titles a little bit later. So they've been a big, 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 big piece of the puzzle. The Out of Bounds show is driven by your next Ford F-150 truck at Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson. Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson. Dave Bartu next. This SEC Insider Hit this morning brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. Bet $50 there. Play award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club for $30. We welcome in uh, crazy man, Dave Bartu, Matrix Analytical. Number one college football staffing firm in the country, Matrix Analytical. Bartu joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. So, do you have any cooking duties this week? Oh well let's see here my two jobs
5: this uh on Thursday is uh make sure the turkey's good and <laughs> um not be not have too many gin and tonics where it embarrasses my wife in front of my, my son's fiance's parents that's about it right there
4: I'd rather you have too many gin and tonics and then tell yeah, me about it later. About
5: it right, th- right, you know, and keep your pants on and don't drink too much. So, <laughs>
4: um,
5: and I'm reminded of that because there was kind of an a, an event a few years back. Good that, um, is uh, yeah, yeah. I needed uh, pretty pretty close to posting bail money on that one. That uh-huh. one's never never getting that one back. That's mm. gonna remember. Remember when you did this, oh unfortunately no, i don't <laughs> but, no it's 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 all good it's all good um no it, it's uh as, as you know is every national holiday uh we have a i i me and my son we drag everything out of the house and uh we have a tailgate uh down at the uh down at the end of the drive uh for everybody in the neighborhood so uh, I already got the wood stack down there. We're going to have a big bonfire. Drinking will start at sunrise. And, yeah, my, I'm, I'm going to be serving the entire neighborhood. Uh, and it's and it's cool because you know when everybody's got to go eat dinner because everybody's sitting around the fire, and then you somebody looks at a watch and, you know, they get up at 2.30, and it's like, okay, see, see, see you in four hours. You know, and even when we're eating dinner, you can look down the drive, and you'll see people down there pouring their drinks and everything all day. So that's. That's one of our uh our holiday we do it on new year's thanksgiving fourth of july uh christmas that's uh, we awesome do, it, do do it four times a year for the neighborhood
4: that's great man um and you're kind of like you're away from a lot of you don't have a lot of people around you you're kind of on a cul de sac or something right yeah well it's
5: it's yeah we're we're i only have you know five six neighbors within a quarter mile so um but you know, everybody can ride their quads over or bring over their little side by side and it's uh, it's a good time. It's a good time uh out here in the uh in the Great Pacific Northwest as long as it's not raining.
1: It's Is it not, raining now? It's
5: not, no, it's not. We are forecast for an absolutely glorious, uh sunny uh Thursday uh so that I can good, enjoy man. the day outside and uh and obviously scoreboard watch the egg Bowl all day. Yeah. But uh you know, no, it's uh, it's going to be fun.
4: It's going to be fun. All right. Since Dave is in the heart of uh, craft beer mania for the last 30 or 40 years, we'll give a shout-out to Key City Beer in Vicksburg and their amazing brewery. And if you're at the uh, any of the service stations or grocery stores, Key City Brewery, Drink Local, great, great portfolio of craft beer. And then also Southern Prohibition, Uh, out of Hattiesburg. And let me give you one more. There's one out of New Orleans called Urban South, and they have a beer called Houdat after the Saints. And I had some last week. So that's a couple of them to to look for. Key City and Southern Prohibition and Urban South has a Houdat beer. All right, Bartu, how do you cook your turkey, Bartu?
5: Oh, I am a uh, brine and spattercoach guy. So... Uh, it'll go in the brine the night before and, uh, the spatter cuts for those listening that don't know that's, <clears throat> that's splitting it in half and laying it flush on a, uh, on a big cook pan and put it in the oven. It takes about two and a half hours to do it two, two, two hours, 15 minutes to do okay. a 20 pounder. Okay. So, um, no, it, uh, that is my preferred methodology because it just takes the least amount of time and it tastes the best for me.
4: I love it. You just threw in methodology in us talking about um thanksgiving which is right which is perfect for you um okay cool uh now in that part of the do y'all do d- dressing we do cornbread dressing duck dressing all kinds of dressing down here in the sun belt How, do you all do that what, what's oh, this, the deal
5: the, the, the dressing i grew up with was my mom's recipe and uh it's it's just made in the pan okay it's uh it's 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 a bread uh the the predominant flavor is italian sausage and mushrooms oh man yeah so our 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 stuffing is is bread just regular bread based like sourdough bread cubes so i'll i'll bake i've already baked uh i've already baked the bread for it and it's already been sliced and cubed and dried so uh, it'll be a, it'll be a homemade, uh, sourdough bread cubes. And then, uh, whatever seasonings my mom has on the recipe, my wife always makes it. And, uh, yeah, Italian sausage, celery, and mushrooms is the, uh, are the three main things that go in there.
4: I love it. Bar two yeah. chef Dave Bar two Renaissance man. Um, you never know. He could be doing a painting of a stadium. Um, he could be helping a, a college football staff or an athletic director, or he could be. Um, cooking a turkey for Thanksgiving and celebrating at the end of his driveway with a bonfire. Um, all right, well, Dave, we appreciate you stopping by, buddy. Thanks, man. That was good. Mm-hmm. I think we hit everything. All right, hold on.
5: We, we we did. I was well. I was up early. I had a I had a big twelve ad on the phone with me at five o'clock my time this morning. So, <laughs> dude, we're, we're we're I'm on my third cup of coffee already, boss.
4: <laughs> well, dude, this is your time. I mean, this is where you're getting calls around the clock. Um, that's for sure. Uh, Ole Miss at Mississippi state. Mm. Uh, you know, that MSU fired their coach. They have an interim coach. Um, you know, that Ole Miss has an outstanding coach. Who's also a play caller and Pete Golding, their DC, who you ranked, um, in the top half of the conference too. The line is 10 and it's Ole Miss Mississippi state.
5: Oh, dude. I'll just take the home team. Just give me the home team. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, so like, I wouldn't bet this. Come on. You you get, you get so many unknowns and these rivalry games are just, I've always tried to poo poo the emotion of it, but there's just, they're, they're tough to call. I mean, I, I think the first time I came on the air with you, um, you, you asked me about the egg bowl and that was April. And I said, take Mississippi state at home. You know, because talent-wise, they've just never been that incredibly far apart, and the rivalry games just bring the best out in everybody. And uh, so, just take the take the home team on that. So, I guess in that regard, I'll take I'll take state and the points at home. Uh, but goodness gracious knows who knows what happens in this football
4: game. All right, well, uh, let's go to the college football playoff. Um yeah. All right. Tell me where you. What did you think about the rankings and where we headed in the weekend with Florida State losing their their quarterback?
5: Uh, Well, Florida State losing their quarterback, I don't think it matters. Right? Um, Them being ranked five, our model had Florida State at five on Sunday. So their their resume was number five. You know, they got the worst strength of schedule of anybody in the top five. Uh, They only got one top 25 win. And uh, as, as of right now, and uh, that'll change next week because Clemson's now in the top 25. But still, the resume isn't there. Uh, now, the question is, do they, and I, I don't know if we've had the situation where a team loses its QB one that's in the top four um, this late and then gets penalized for it if they win out. Right? I mean, do you, do you see Florida State dropping out of the top four if they go 13-0 and 0 and win the ACC with their, with their QB2? I don't do think so. Right? You know, um, in, in fairness of what we have been told in terms of resume counts, uh, I don't think it should change either. I think they should be there in the top four for that. So ultimately, um, you know, what we're steamrolling towards is uh an interesting uh certainly an interesting train wreck at the end i'll go with um no non no non-champs getting in number one without just a massive train wreck but with Florida State they're 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 where they're supposed to be and and i i agree with you 13 and0 gets them in
4: uh at the number four slot okay what if Bama if Bama win it, it They beat Auburn and Georgia. Where do they end up?
5: Gosh, man, I I don't – again, this goes back to we got to see where everybody else is at, right? Um, Because – now, I think you and I would agree that Ohio State, Michigan, one of those two is going to beat Iowa, and and so one spot is gone out of the playoffs, right? Big Ten winner. Um, Now it comes down to – does Texas win? Because I do believe 12-1 and 1 Texas is going to be in over 12-1 and 1 Alabama. I mean, all things being equal, right? The strength of schedule should be pretty close. Um, the quality wins is going to be close. The number of top 25 wins might be equal. So if everything is equal, the last point of contact is going to be head-to-head. And Texas beat them in Tuscaloosa by 10. So I, I don't see how if, Everything. If Ohio State wins out, they're in. If Washington wins out, we know they're in. If Florida State wins out, we know they're in. Uh, I, I think really the discussion is if you're at 12 and one Texas, 12 and one Alabama. How does how does Alabama get in? I don't see it.
4: Okay. But wow. I, I Can just, you imagine, just, imagine if the Crimson Tide is left out? At 12 yeah, can, and one, I can I can,
5: I can, I can, I just explained why. Right. I mean, I can see it. Um, you know, now there's a lot of different scenarios that go, that, that can pop up. And a lot of people are like, and I see it on my social media. What's the nightmare scenario for the committee? Well, number one, there is no nightmare scenario. They already have ranking rules in place. This is why this is how corporations and big boards avoid nightmare scenarios is there are rules for making decisions when you come into the boardroom. And it's no different with the playoff committee. They're going to go one through four and go home, and that's it. There's no hard decisions here. But, man, there is a lot of stuff in play uh, that I can see two SEC teams getting in, right? I mean, if, you, if, you, if Louisville upsets um, Florida State, that's going to leave a space open. If something wacky, if Oklahoma beats Texas – That's gonna leave a space open. You you could get a Bama 12 and one, Georgia 12 and one, both in. And at the same time, we just talked about the scenario, they could be out just as easily under a different circumstance. Okay. It's awesome. I mean, I'm just I'm 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 kind of just kind of a little giggly over it because it's (laughs) like we we know what's likely to happen, right? If you follow the numbers, Michigan beats Ohio State. And Michigan, you know, skull drags Iowa, and boom, Michigan's in, right? If you if you, if you go by the spreads, uh, or Oregon beats Washington, boom, they're in. Georgia wins out, <clears throat> boom, they're in. And but now you have Texas at twelve and one, Florida State at thirteen and zero. Right? I mean, because the Florida State might, I think they're going to be favored in, in their two games. Texas is going to be favored in their game. Now it's really the discussion. If, you, if you're following Vegas, it's like 12-1 Texas who beat Alabama doesn't get in over 13-0 Florida State. Uh. And it's just, I, 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 uh, it just seems like we're steamrolling to a 4-5 that mentally for people is going to be controversial. It'll be an easy decision for the, the committee. It will be. It'll be easy. Um, but it, 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 it's fun to see where we're going to be at. At least we're talking about it. I mean, you think about it, none of these games mean squats. A year from now, right? I mean, Georgia, Alabama, the SEC. They're in. Okay. They're, they're both in. Who cares? Right. Texas is in win or lose. Who cares? Florida state 12 and one non-conference champ. They're probably in who cares. Right. All all we're talking about really what we're doing is we're changing the discussion of six teams in the, in the final four, instead of one through four. Now we're talking about eight through 12. Right. It's going to be less, it's going to be a more boring conversation. It is, because it's going to be worse brands. It's going to be teams with worse records. It's just not going to be as exciting uh, as what we have right now.
4: Okay. He's talking about the 12-team playoff. How would you just, Dave Bartu on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line, Bartu, how would you describe, um, you know, the four to six teams or so, seven, eight, that could get in? Do, do you consider this the most wide open since 2014?
5: Oh this is ridiculous. this is, this is most this, this might be the most wide open of, of all the playoff uh, rankings, all the playoff teams because you look at the numbers, uh, your past champions would just annihilate this year's crop of teams. I mean nobody, nobody's really elite at anything. Uh, Ohio State and the Michigan defense, not too bad. Uh, Oregon offense pretty good but compared to elite performances of past years i think average scoring efficiency for the top eight teams is down i calculated it on friday before the the the, the games it was down 14 percent year over year so if, if you're a fan out there going man this feels really close i don't feel like there's an elite team it feels like you know anybody could win this thing i wish there was 12 teams this year yeah the numbers really back it up it's it's just very very even uh in
4: 2023 in my opinion mm. okay and who who on paper looks like even though it's even who on paper according to the offensive and defensive scoring efficiency should win it
5: well if you look over the last 23 years all right teams that finished the regular season in my scoring efficiency rankings, the the national champ comes from the top three every year for the last 23 years, okay? Now, currently defense, that's Ohio State, Michigan, Iowa, right? So I think we can agree, Michigan and Ohio State, they are absolutely in the conversation. On the offensive side, it's LSU, USC, and Oregon. So we also know top 10 recruiters win national titles. That's Oregon and Ohio State. So if, if I had to bet on past trends being a future indicator. I put money on Oregon's and Ohio state. All right. Georgia is obviously top 10 recruiter. Their offense right now is at number five. So it's right on the edge. So I'm, I'm thinking that maybe the, the, the goalposts are going to move. Um, I kind of hedge Georgia in there as well, just because of the talent level. Uh, but if I'm betting on the teams, it's Oregon, Ohio state, Georgia, in Michigan in 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 some sort of order like that. That's that's where I think it's gonna come down to.
4: Mm. Bar two on the out of bounds show. And and hardball what Hardball not coaching, that's that's hard for you to quantify or handicap, right?
5: Well I mean if you look if Michigan wins at all, it's only going to be the second non top ten recruiter to win it all in the last twenty three years. Clemson and uh, Auburn, uh, Clemson and uh, no, Auburn was, uh, Auburn was number 10 coming into that season. We had circled them and they had a top 25 scoring efficiency the year before. Um, and, and then cam happened, which is just unbelievable when you just rehash that whole season. But uh, no, it was Clemson and Deshaun Watson. When they, when they, when they won it with Trevor Lawrence, they were number nine that, that year. So they'd moved into the top 10 recruiting had gone up quite a bit. Since that previous national title. So it was Watson and Clemson is the only non top 10 recruiter in my numbers uh, that I've been tracking since 2000. They're the only ones to do it. So Michigan would be the only second team. That's why I've always said Harbaugh would never win a national title, um, which is kind of stupid because who believes in never and forever and impossible. That's just this silly stock talk. But I've always said I I never felt anybody at Michigan would win a national title, very, very low odds, because they've never been a top ten recruiter. They've never been there. The hype has never uh, been consistent with the recruiting. And so, uh, and plus all the pressure right now. I mean, yeah, Harbaugh not there, but everything else, people on campus, you know, firing guys for squealing, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny as heck. And the pressure has got to get to them, you know, you would think at some point. That's why I still say I'll take Ohio State in the points this weekend.
4: Uh, oh, hey, I mm-hmm. did too. I took yeah. I took Ohio State in three and a half, and Michigan wins by one, two,
5: or three. Why why, why why wouldn't you take the points, right? You have the number one defense in the country in Ohio State. Uh, you got better recruiting, better talent. You okay. have probably more cohesion. Uh, Michigan's offense, yeah, is a lot better than Ohio State's year to date. But you're getting three and a half points. Right, I mean, if Michigan was getting three and a half, you'd take Michigan plus three and a half. I just think the points are are where it, where you should be in that one.
4: Ooh, okay, I like that. Okay, what about A and M and LSU? A and M with an interim coach, it's it's
2: ten and a half right. points.
4: It's at LSU. You just mentioned LSU is is one of your top three offenses. They're horrific, horrendous on. Um, on defense,
5: on defense, on, de- on defense, they're 109th. How does <laughs> how does the top five recruiter have the 109th defense? How does that happen? Um, it's okay, like me so, and you so, coaching well,
4: their defense. How does well, that
5: happen? Well, number one, and when we talked about this on your show preseason, okay, I said LSU is absolutely not a title contender because their defensive staff is not good. Okay, the defensive staff, DC, and all their headsets. Right, the the only team they ranked above. To start the year was Vanderbilt in the SEC. Okay, so this is this is a very poor defensive staff for LSU. Matt House to start the season. Do you know who his comp is? Matt House uh, has been in DC for six years, and his closest comparable, when you look at his career grade versus the next closest guy with six or seven years of experience, is Alex Grinch at USC. <laughs> okay. So if you have said Dave, who who who's who's LSU's defensive coordinator, who's who's a comparable to him, I would have said Alex Grinch at USC. So, well, I'm surprised how bad the defense is, but I'm not surprised the defense is bad if that makes any sense because sure. you know their, their average and their average support guy is a two and a half star, two and a half star defensive support defensive line guys two and a half stars. Uh, linebacker coach, DB coach, they just have a substandard defensive side of the football, man. And uh, while I would have absolutely bet against them being this bad, what tells the story is the coaching puts them there. So uh, I, I think I think LSU just needs a full full defensive colonoscopy this year and and start it
4: all over. <laughs> who would you Who would you vote for? husband.
5: Oh dang, man! You're asking a duck, bro. That's that's rough. Bo Nix. That that's that's rough. But look, I mean, but Oregon's only played one top twenty-five team, right? They they've played three teams above five hundred. Um, boy, I I would really have to, but see, but but Bo has a top ten defense, and Bo has a a poor defensive profile in terms of what they've faced. The Pac-12 offense is awesome. The defenses aren't that good. Um, so now Daniels at LSU, look at the defensive sport. He's had none. Field position's been bad. Oh, man. And then Michael Penix, I just love watching that guy play football. Shoot. He's am awesome. Say, am I supposed to say Jaden Daniels just to, just to make everybody happy, or am I supposed to say Jaden Daniels is like fifth on my list just to piss everybody off Is listening? No,
4: say he's fifth on the list. <laughs> No, no, I, I don't, I don't know where to put
5: the guy. I don't, know, it, it's, uh, gosh, the boat's going to have to be super fractured. Let's go. If, if we're trying to predict it, let's go Jane Daniels and a little East coast bias and, and give it to him uh, okay. because two thirds of the votes are going to come east of the Mississippi.
4: Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. All right, Bartu. I hope you and your family have a great time today and tomorrow and throughout the weekend. I know the Turkey will be great and I hope the, uh, the party get together at the end of the driveway and the bonfire's awesome.
5: It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. And uh, talk to you
4: again soon, brother. Okay, buddy. See you, man. Bar Two Matrix Analytical, the number one college football staffing firm in the country. He joined us on the Out of Bounds Show and the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Uh, tomorrow morning at 1130, two of Jason's favorite teams, the Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions, in the uh, Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary game. Yeah. And Jason's going to New York. We'll... Get out of here for a couple of days, and then we'll uh, we'll be back on Monday. Enjoy the football and the food, and happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. We will see you Monday. Don't forget, if you're super bored, you can go to Apple Podcasts and or Spotify and search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds and listen to all the craziness. See you.
3: Step into the world of power, loyalty Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
2: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2.